Welcome. We're gonna <laughs> no, we're gonna keep that shit. We've been preaching once like five times. Welcome to the one and only No Name MMA <laughs> Show. Today is June third, uh, twenty twenty. As always, thank you for joining us. I am your co-host Juan Chavez. Joined with me are my other co-hosts Nina Hager, Andy Romero. Tonight we will go over things concerning last week's UFC event on ESPN nine and the upcoming. Uh, UFC 250 that is going down in Sin City Apex this Saturday, June 6th. But before we get into that, we want to address something much bigger. In light of recent events concerning the murder of George Floyd, we have decided that for this week's episode, we will begin our show in support of Black Lives Matter movement. After some thought and discussion, we will continue the show this week, but we feel that our voices and platform are best spent supporting the uh, cause of equality and bringing awareness to police brutality against people of color, especially but not always limited to now and always. While MMA is near and dear to our hearts, it will never be more important than supporting our black brothers and sisters through our through this trying time. Yesterday, June 2nd, 2020, we were all involved in peaceful protest march in the city of Charlotte, NC and left around 7 p.m. The events that unfolded shortly thereafter are what we were protesting against. Police abuse of power is what occurred, where CMPD used military tactics to suppress and separate peaceful protesters. They did so by corralling fellow protesters from both sides of the street into a parking deck by use of tear gas and flashbang grenades. This is the problem. This is our chance to try to hold police accountable. This is everyone's immediate problem. Do what you can do to help. Show support by participating in peaceful protest. Start those uncomfortable conversations with people in your circles. Sign petitions or email the responsible authorities. Donate um, to organizations or bail relief funds. Register to vote. And at the very least, educate yourself on the lives of others. We know that peaceful protests can turn violent and that discussions with friends and families online or in person can lead nowhere, that you may not know where to sign or email or donate or how to register vote or what to read. We want to partner with you and we'll have a master doc link in our bio where you can find all this information. Promptly, we believe that the officers that took the life of George Floyd are Derek Chauvin, the former officer who placed his knee on George Floyd's neck, Tao Tao, who warned bystanders to stay back, and Thomas Lane and Jay Kuhn, who continue to add pressure to Floyd's back as he breathed his last breaths. This is the time to do something. If we stay silent, this is how they win. And now, on to our show. All right. So, to kind of recap on last week's fight, um, as we all saw, Gilbert Burns had a breakout performance against former champion Tyrone Woodley where he dominated all rounds, firmly established himself in the welterweight contender conversation. Notable mentions in that division are Kamaru Usman, champion, Colby Covington, number two, Jorge Masvidal, number three, Leon Edwards, number four, Stephen Thompson, number five. What do you guys think's next for Burns? I would love to see him have one more. But also, as of the last UFC rankings, he is currently the number one contender. Yeah. Which is crazy that he passed Jorge coming off of his year. Also, Leon Edwards, who has a bigger winning streak than him. And even Stephen Thompson. I mean, to consider him fighting Tyrant, even in the way that he did it, I just, I don't know. For him to be number one instead of like, I don't know. And Woodley was so passive during this fight. 
Um, I'm not entirely sure what was wrong with Woodley because it seems like he talked about overcoming his depression from his last fight, from the loss and whatever, and having to face that using his shorts that he fought in the Usman fight and lost in. He used those shorts to practice in because that was all that he had. Mm -hmm. And he said doing that allowed him to overcome everything. So I don't understand why he was so timid other than the fact that in the very beginning of the match, is he got knocked, knocked down, <laughs> and he got cut open. Mm-hmm. Burns was just like yeah. not even not having playing. He just railroaded him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, but yeah, I just feel like maybe it, it's one of those things where I think he might need to move camps. Um, I think um, the Duke Rufus camp for him is no longer an option. He's just too tentative. Like really, the only thing he has are his overhand right, his left hook, and his wrestling. And you can't wrestle a jiu-jitsu guy like that. And if you only throw your overhand right, everybody knows that you have it. So everybody can train against and he it. And he didn't rush Gilbert at all. Yeah, and a lot, never, of his, yeah. a lot of his fights, he rushed the people and he at, didn't do that. At one time, his corner was telling him, fight like you want it because it didn't look like he wanted it. Mm-hmm. And those shorts maybe were not good luck, but like a curse to train yeah, it. Yeah, like, man, maybe fuck those shorts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, so burn those. Yeah. yeah. Overall, I actually, I can see why if other people would want Burns to fight one more time, but also to be as dominant over a former, a recent former champion as well as he was, I, I, I wouldn't be mad if he went ahead and got a championship fight, not only just because of that, but because Cole, uh, Usman called out Conor McGregor, he called out, um, uh, Covington, I think. No, he didn't call it Covington. He called out uh, Mazadal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And nobody accepting the fight. So if so, those guys can't be mad if Burns gets the title shot because yeah, yeah, that's true. They had their chance. They had their yeah. chance. So at this point, I would not be mad if Burns got that championship fight. I would love it to be like Burns versus Kobe. Because mm-hmm. that is like the number one contenders match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Masvidal should go ahead and fight the championship against Kamara, mm-hmm. and then Leon Edwards needs a big name, and what better name than against Wonderboy Thompson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the perfect little puzzle piece matchup for everybody up there. Mm-hmm. You can kind of get rid of them all, mm-hmm. like bang, 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 bang. But these guys are gonna have to want to fight, and it doesn't seem like. Any of these fools really want to fight? Like, well, mm-hmm. I think Leon Edwards is down. That's it just fair. Sucks yeah, that yeah, he's yeah, in yeah. Britain. And McGregor, but he's but, not. It's not his time yet. It's not his time yet. McGregor, if he wanted to fight, he could fight whenever he wanted. Dana would build him anything he wants right away. That's so fair. because he's pretty yeah. much John Jones just without the steroids. Yes. So, so it's just like, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, moving on from welterweights, John Jones says that he is moving on from the light heavyweight belt, saying via Twitter that he's going to vacate and that there can be a title fight between um, Jan Blakowicz and Dominic Reyes. Do you think that he actually goes away for a while? Uh, sure. Really? Yeah, I, I mean, he's made enough money. So if he wanted to, he could. His legacy's kind of just there as one of the greatest, even though, you know, his troubles or whatever. Um, nobody can deny what he's achieved in the octagon. I just do think that, you know, uh, for him, he has really nothing to lose and everything to gain. 
So yeah. Um, I kind of, I I see him not fighting for a while, but I don't see him getting rid of the championship because I think at that point he'll just hold on to it like Stepe is kind of doing right now. Um, he doesn't have as valid valid of a reason as Stepe, but also. I mean, yeah, I feel like champions should give get that warranted one year. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't. They shouldn't have to fight four times a year. You've earned that position. Hold on to it. Um, it shouldn't be stripped of unless it's been a year. So, At that point, you had a year to prepare, get any injuries in check, do your whole nine yards. At that point, you kind of have to. So I don't think he he leaves the belt behind, and I don't think he really leaves the UFC behind. But I do think. Right now, he's just like, I can not fight and I can just not bring you any money. That's fine. Mm-hmm. And I'll just hold on to this championship belt. And you're either going to pay me what I want or you're not going to get a championship fight money because I'm not going to fight until a year or whatever. I think if that's the rhetoric behind it, though, the UFC will strip him. I don't think the fight between John Jones and the UFC is over either. Mm-hmm. So that Dana Jones fight is the biggest <laughs> fight Jones is ever going to face. And it's just going to come down to who's more strong-willed like, and pride. It's like, not even in the octagon. Yeah, like, it's going to be one of the hardest things. That's the biggest that... fight he's going to have to really be challenged to. So honestly, I'll be really happy if he left. Um, and I think that he... He should have been stripped a long time ago. He should have been thrown away a long time ago. But Damn, you said threw away like the, he's some garbage. He is garbage, 100%. Who hits a pregnant lady while on cocaine? Garbage. Well, <laughs> it is too, though, like sad to see an athlete who still has potential left in the ring to mm-hmm. be done for something like mm-hmm. this, too. Like... If this is your passion and you're a fighter, you're going to, like, fight, you know? If you've had really enough and enough of it, then, like, call it, but don't turn this into a big battle, too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I think Dana White's going to stand his ground. I I, Because I think Dana White's kind of thing is, like, my company is not going to fail without you, Mm -hmm. so I will continue making You are not the UFC. Yeah, 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 yeah. So... I think Dana White has every move in his in his uh, arsenal to kind of stand his yeah. ground. He's got a lot in his back pocket, mm-hmm. which if he actually vacates the title, the current state of the UFC is as follows. 125 vacant with no contender. 135 vacated by Cejudo. 145 not happening due to COVID restrictions, but held by Volkanovski in Australia. 155 not happening until September at the earliest, champion being Khabib. 170 available for a fight with Usman, reigning champ, which sounds like nobody wants to fight him. 185 not happening due to COVID restrictions, but held by Adesanya. 205 possibly vacated by Jones. And lastly, heavyweight currently not happening due to COVID, but held by Miocic. Um, and out of all those possibilities, what do you see happening first? I think, well, I think the Jorge Masvidal versus Usman. But logistically speaking, I think that happens first. Maybe the, um, what's it called? Joseph Benavides versus, uh, I 
I forgot his name. I forgot his name too. I don't know, but maybe that one. But even then, it's just like I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like who knows when people can start traveling? So overall, this is this is what they they have to work with until September. They have the flyweight to work with. They have the bantamweight to work with. They have a welterweight to work with, and that is it until September. So I don't know what Dana White's plan is with the flyweight division. So it would it'll either be the bantamweight. Um, or it'll be the uh, Usman right. Usman fight that yeah. they're gonna they're gonna choose whoever steps up to it. Yeah, which Usman is calling everybody out, and he seems like he's ready to fight. So I that's I'm thinking that's my next fight. Yeah, I that's think. that's gonna be the next one. Which I'm I'm becoming a fan of Usman, not so much of like his words or what he's talking, but seeing him in the cage is. Even though it's wrestling and a lot of people don't like that, I'm a fan of it. And I'm a fan of it. I'm a fan of it. So mm-hmm. I'll just, I, I really enjoy don't it. Don't like it, stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think Usman is going to be the next one, then Bantamweight, and then Khabib. Yeah. And then I don't know about Steve A. I don't know what they're going to do about him and how long he's going to be able, they're going to allow him to hold on to the title without fighting. Yeah. I mean, another championship fight that uh, we're going to get to see this weekend, Amanda Nunez being the first fighter in the UFC history of being um, the first to maintain and defend both belts upon defeating Felicia Spencer. If she wins, what do you guys think is next for Nunez? I don't even know. (laughs) If she wins against Spencer, she would fate the person she would face the person that Spencer already beat in Megan Anderson. Yeah. And who wants possibly Shevchenko if she moves up again to rematch her? But then it's like, why? Who else would even in the realm of possibility? Maybe she retires. Yeah, I mean, no, I don't think so. I think she'll want to hold on to it. Mm. Just because those that title defense record, if she beats Demetrius Johnson. Well, her wife's pregnant. Maybe after this fight, she retires. I'm going to call that. Uh, I'm I'm, I'm still I'm still in the belief that Felicia Spencer is somebody that you do not want to mess with on the ground. Yeah, you and still I still are think given faith to Spencer. This in is this the fight, fight game. You, yeah, you gotta expect the unexpected. Yeah, nobody thought Matt Sarah was gonna knock out GSP like that. Mm-hmm. So nobody thought that Amanda Nunez was gonna knock out Cyborg like that. Right. Yeah, so we were to, all betting on so, Cyborg. So to think that it's not possible. Yeah. This is the sport of MMA. Mm-hmm. Anything is possible. Just when you think yeah, you, no one can take yeah. you down. Mm-hmm. Here comes somebody. Yep. So that's where I'm still thinking that Felicia's going to win. But even looking at the top like three opponents. So you got Aspen Ladd. Cool story, bro. Um, Jermaine, Jermaine Duramini already beat her. Holly Holm knocked her out by head kick. Nasty Raquel Pennington. Head. Literally was asking her corner to throw in the tower for right. because she was going to meet so bad. God. So it's like nobody even close to that has a chance. Yeah. So I don't know, except for Valentina. But even then, that's I think she retires. Not maybe not retires, but she's she takes her time. Yeah, she takes her. She doesn't. She has literally nothing to prove. She has her money. She has her wife that's pregnant. And needs to take care of her. Um, she can keep on getting money. 
She, yeah, she could keep on getting money. I'm gonna show you how <laughs> dominant I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know that, though. Yeah, like if I'm gonna be the first UFC fighter to mm-hmm. do all of this, I might crazy. take a break after. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. But, but if you, if but if you can make like half a million every time you beat somebody that then, has no chance, why not? I I just keep on going. I'd rack mm-hmm. it up. Get that fuck you money in your back pocket. Yep. Uh huh. I. I would accept either one. I, if she retired, I'd be like, understandable. If yeah. she kept fighting, I'd be like, understandable. It is what it is. But I think she wins against Felicia Spencer. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, I'm there too. I'm a. I'm gonna call her for her lasting days. I'm. I'm a fan. I just after Cyborg, I'll never. I'll never doubt. I'll never doubt Amanda ever again. Yeah. Because I thought Cyborg was it. I thought. She, I thought Cyborg would be in the position that Amanda Nunez is in now. Yeah. So I think Felicia Spencer wins, but I'm not sorry. I think Amanda Nunez wins, but we'll see. You already <laughs> said it. It's on the open. How you truly feel? Nah. Subconsciously, nah. your inner thoughts really are speaking. Amanda Nunez, I got your back <laughs> all the way. All right. There is no title fight for Aljamain Sterling and Corey Sandhagen this weekend, but they are both primed for that title shot at the vacant bantamweight title, with that rumored fight for that title being Piotr Jan and Jose Aldo and Marlon, or sorry, Marlon Marat, Marias, um, calling out Dominic Cruz on Twitter. Who do you who do you got for those? I think Jose Aldo beats Piotr Young. Uh-huh. I don't think he's faced competition like Jose Aldo. Mm. So there's your title. I think Corey Sanhagen is more well equipped. I wouldn't say more well equipped. I just think that Aljamain Sterling takes too many chances. Mm. And at that high level, what you saw with whenever he fought against Marlon Marias is you can't really take those chances because you're going to get head kick KO'd. Mm-hmm. You're going to end up doing the dab on the mat. Because he was knocked out. And he was like, ah. <laughs> yeah. So I think Corey ends up with the W there. Dominic Cruz versus Marlon Marias. I think that one is the most interesting matchup out of all the ones that could possibly happen. Yeah. That one, I honestly don't know what happens. Hmm. It all depends on Marlon's strategy. If he looked at all the previous fights against Dominic Cruz and where he lost, Throw leg kicks. Leg kicks. <laughs> Throw leg leg kicks. kicks. Homie does not know how to check. So that being said, he can't he can't do what he did with Cejudo and um throw nothing but he threw leg kicks, but then he was throwing head kicks and he was missing them. Was that Cejudo? He was, it was against someone. He was just throwing mad head kicks, trying and he uh, and he wore himself out. I'm not sure if it was that. I don't know. Dominic Cruz lasts forever, though. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those things where you got to play him for what his faults are, which he doesn't really have any, except that he's so heavily reliant on his footwork that he doesn't bother to like get that kind of programming and to check it instead of trying to avoid it. I think it's going to be Jose Aldo, champion. And then I think um, once the fights are said and done, I think it's going to be Corey and Dominic Cruz to be... To the fight, next one up. yeah, yeah, to fight to see who's gonna. I think it's a little tournament right there. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would be a nice little way to do it. Mm-hmm. 
And then once it's all all said and done, Harry Cejudo comes back in to be like, so what's up, bitches? Let me show you. you Y'all thought thought this was a master? (laughs) Thanks, boys. You did Mm -hmm. a lot of legwork for me. Yeah, thanks for getting my money. Dang, that would would be kind of smart because he would be like... That's what I thought was going to happen. I feel like all these fights are going to happen. You no longer have that, ooh, who's the champion? How can I fight? And then Harry Cejudo just comes in. Gets more money because at that point it's just like everybody's gonna want to see, see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of like uh, what's that saying? Uh, uh, absence. The, absence makes the heart, the heart fonder. Yeah, something like that. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. Yeah. That's so I feel one. like that's how we're all feeling. I mean, I already miss him. I I'd want to see him fight <laughs> more and more. But the money, I think, yeah. is gonna be there for him because I'm gonna buy the fight regardless. But. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I'm just excited for Jose to be champion again. I I, I really like Jose and his scar, so I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then finally, Sugar Show comes to Las Vegas fighting against the veteran Wineland. With his popularity rising and him being in one of the most talent-rich divisions, what does Sean O'Malley need to do in order to convince you that he's the next big thing? Real quick, can we remind everyone what yeah. weight class he is in? He's in bantam weight. Awesome. So, and he is not ranked. All right. So that being said, um, if he gets this fight and maybe one more, he is in the list of names of every everyone we just mentioned. Jose no, Aldo. Not even close. Why not? Because we didn't even mention you, Frankie Edgar. Frankie Edgar's going to go down. You don't think Dana White is, is going to build up Sean? If... To be the next big thing? Oh, yeah. He's going to build him up. So Nice so... and slow, just like Greg Hardy. <laughs> he's going to just cushion him against the worst in the division. Hopefully, he gets some experience, moves on. Remember what happened to him whenever he made his Octagon debut? Yes. He got leg checked, and then he, he messed up his leg. And if the guy had known any better, he would have just made him stand up the whole time and just kick the other leg. Is Sugar Show in the main card or the prelims? Main card. Okay. I think in order for him to convince me, okay, like, you're legit. You're in the next time. You're in the next whatever. He needs to win by knockout right away. And he, and it has to be a spectacular knockout. It cannot be a decision. His knockouts are spectacular. His knockouts Not are good. his UFC debut. That's his debut, but everyone since then, he's been he's growing. You can't but one since then. You, all right, that's fair. But you can't you can't look at you can't look at the one fight and then ignore the growth that he's had since then. You have to look at the first fight until his last fight, the amount of growth. Now two fights, yeah, I get it. I still feel like for him to just just to be like, okay. You're like the hot shit, right? To prove to me that you're the hot shit, you need to go out there and knock out Wineland. Mm. I also don't think he's going to win this. Mm. I think that Wineland's going to show his experience and he's going to make a mistake and he's going to exploit it. But in order for for me to no longer doubt him in the way that he thinks that he's the next big thing, he needs to come out and knock him out. I don't think... um, I'm kind of in a mutual perspective. I would love for... I, I like... How he seems as a person, I haven't really like looked into him how he is, but as he seems as a person and he is pretty entertaining to watch, I w- I would like to see him become one of the next bigger things. But as of right now, I'm in a mutual standpoint with him. Um, I just think he's very entertaining to watch. 
He's entertaining. I just want that. That division. Sometimes that's is all so, you need to be the next big thing that too. Is, is that true, popularity factor. Just that that division is so like talent stacked mm-hmm. that it's gonna be hard. You think he's gonna knock out Frankie Edgar? <laughs> no. You think he's gonna beat? Dominic? <laughs> There's only one person. <laughs> you think he's gonna beat Dominic Cruz? Marlon Marais? I Jose Aldo. I think anybody can beat Dominic Cruz now if they just pay attention. Okay. Jose Aldo. No. Piotr Yan. Maybe. Henry Cejudo, if he comes back? No, absolutely not. That's just like, he's saying that he's going to get four knockouts and he's going to be up there in the name. Like, but. Maybe he's the next big thing, like Cowboy. Just taking fights and taking fights and taking fights. That's fair, but That's like, fair. if he's on the road to the championship and he never. I don't want to hate on Cowboy. I, I like yeah. Cowboy, but like, yeah. But like a big name Cowboy, has Cowboy ever been a champion? Nope. Yeah. So like everyone, he's like a favorite, but he's, he's. And that's fair. You I know mean, what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. we would love Cowboy all the same if he never was a champ, you mm-hmm. know? So in order for him to be a big thing, he I might think, have a little something different going for him than to be the champion in that weight class. Or maybe he needs to go to somewhere else. I think that's the argument for any fighter, though. Yeah. I think if a fighter fights more than four times a year, you kind of make your say, your name for yourself like anywhere, anytime, yeah. I'm down. Yeah. But that's a tough, tough road. It is. So. But going down that road leads you being Conor McGregor, leads you being uh, Donald Cerrone. Because mm-hmm. they fought often. Mm-hmm. Not so much Conor McGregor anymore. Yeah, but Donald he's earned his right, yeah, so it's yeah, like yeah. whatever. So if if he does it right, he gets it done. And that might be the big enough break he needed. I mean, like yeah. you know. Yeah, that's true. I I don't know. Come on the show and yeah, the uh, show. tell us how tell us how you feel. Yeah, and- tell me how wrong I am. <laughs> tell me why you're gonna beat Henry Cejudo. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's... Tell us what you're trying to do here. Yeah, so I don't laugh whenever I think about that. <laughs> but I mean, you like, slaughter you boy. <laughs> we had recently listened to um, the Joe Rogan podcast with Justin Gaethje, <laughs> and just listening to how initially kind of his mission statement was to be the most exciting fighter and not really to be the champion. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious to know, like, more of that mission for other fighters, too. Like, mm-hmm. When does it switch? When do you kind of stop having so much fun and take it a little bit more serious? Like, so, yeah, who knows? Who knows? And I think also he's just on a money spring right now because he's finally in the UFC. Hell yeah. He he sees that people think that he's in a champion. You're damn pro now. So, Uh I think right now he might not even be looking at a championship like like that. He might just be looking at, I'm going to make money. Enjoying what you're doing and making money. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's making money. He's really good at Fortnite. He won. Well, he didn't win. He <laughs> placed like top ten in this competition and made eighty grand. What? And he donated the it all. what? Because he makes so much off of Twitch and stuff. So mm-hmm. he's he's kind of like set on money wise. Wait, what's Twitch? It's it's I, like uh like podcast, but instead of us talking, somebody's watching us play. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So it's pretty much just a streaming. Uh, he, yeah, you would it, watch people is it play video or like video and audio. Video Both. and audio. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can okay. also have a camera on you as you're playing. Got it. Yeah, you have a camera on. Yep. But TV. you're watching the screen of yep. at while mm-hmm. they're playing. Okay, got yep. it. A uh, person, a <laughs> uh, uh, person from the UFC who does that a lot is DJ. DJ, uh, yeah. he gets on Twitch and 
Well, um, no, he's not in the UFC. Then I say used to be in the UFC. In the UFC, I think. I will. Will anyway. Yeah, we'll re-listen to this, and I think I'll I'll prove you wrong. Probably, I'm. Andy's <laughs> bad about that. <laughs> I'm terrible about that. Anyway, <laughs> but yet also Max Holloway, he gets on with his son and stuff, mm. and they play Call of Duty together. Speaking cool. of Max Holloway, is he getting that rematch? I think when so. he comes back, they're talking about it. But again, mm-hmm. who knows? He's in Hawaii. He's in Australia. I bet he's enjoying life right now. He doesn't have he's, to. He yeah. doesn't have the weight on his shoulders yeah. about being a champion. Mm-hmm. I don't I, have to fight I, right now. That's where, like, if anybody, like, if anybody lost as a champion, I feel bad. I feel a okay with him losing, and that's fine. Because mm-hmm. we know he's well. Yeah. Like, as I feel much like as he as never loved them yeah. outside of the octagon, uh-huh. we love to know that the people we love are well, and mm-hmm. we think he's he's all right if yeah, he's not. He's good. Yeah. yeah. I'm happy for him. Mm-hmm. Happy for his kid. They're playing mm-hmm. Call of Duty. They're all talking shit to his little kid. Mm-hmm. Can't get into the barracks. And real <laughs> quick, I was shitting on John Jones, but <laughs> shout out to him for taking uh, uh, spray cans away from the uh, rioters and stuff. Yeah, shout out, shout out to that. Yeah, shout out John Jones. Uh, shout out to Israel Adesanya for showing up and being kind of the spokesperson for the Black Lives Matter movement over in New Zealand for the march. Um, and everybody that does anything for the MMA community, we're down for. No matter how much, you know, whatever you do, John Jones, I still support that part of what you do. Yeah. So. Yeah. Not all of your negativity cancels out the positive things that you do. And as much as we talk about the bad, we want to also shine light on the good that you're doing. Yeah. Or else I, we would be hypocrites. So. I think if uh, the biggest way he could redeem himself is if he just like, since he is set for life, just quit everything and build houses for the homeless or like build uh build low <laughs> income. A saint. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go to the White House. Go to the White House. You can literally take everybody on there. That's fair. And then choke out Donald Trump. Yeah. Hey. Put him put him in a full Nelson and just make him tell all his lies. That would be dope. Oh my god. But also it's you so- can build houses for the homeless. That'd be cool too. Yeah. yeah. You just do something that's not in the UFC that's gonna and you're doing a little something. We acknowledge it and appreciate it. All right. All right. Um, with that, this show is coming to an end. Um, if I can say so myself, I do believe it has been one of the best that we have ever done. Again, as always, thank you for the support, uh, the listens, the likes. If you want us to go over anything in particular, please feel free to reach out to us on IG with our handle no.name.mma. Hit us up at our Gmail at show at gmail.com. And last but, not, ugh, last but not least, our Twitter at no.name.mma1. Thanks for listening from Juan, Nina, and Andy. See you next time. And his name is George Floyd. Thank you.